What is going on, travelers? And welcome to episode 89 of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Ran, and returning with me this week is my lovely lore lady of legend, Emerald. What's going on, Em? How you doing? Hello, hello. I've returned. You have. How was your week down? I know you were feeling a little under the weather. We uh, Are we back up to strength now? Yep, we're all, we're doing good now. Awesome. Yeah, we had uh, Dalton jump in for an episode last week. He's been looking forward to that, but uh, it's definitely good to have you uh, back in the studio with me this week. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. <laughs> Nothing against Dalton. It's just I've no, no, no. like doing this show. Oh, no, we're, we're glad to have you here. So, after... Uh, yeah, these past couple weeks down, I mean, we've gone had the 4.4 live stream trailer. We had a couple marketing drips that have come out here today. Yeah. Also, I've um, I got my my Union tie on shirt came in today, and and the other day, my I got my Noah and Mio amiibos. Oh, nice! Well, you got a lot of stuff coming in here recently. So, what are, what what amiibos are those? Uh, Noah and Mio, the main protagonists of Xenoblade Three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Who was what was the one that had was it was it Rex? Was his name? Is that Xenoblade Two? That's Xenoblade Two. Okay, okay, yeah, because that's the one that I played. That's the one that I remember. We got your amiibo. Are you gonna do a uh, run a bit of Smash and stuff with them or? Oh uh, no, because they're not in Smash Bros. So they just you uh... get them and they give you a, a skins for the characters. Oh, okay, that's cool. It does. I didn't know Xenoblade had a amiibo integration on it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, okay, sweet. Well, that works out then. So awesome. Uh, have, how's your uh, How's your experience with four point four? You uh, did you get a chance to watch the live stream and get ready for that? I I didn't really fully watch the live stream, but I did get like the highlight reel of it, basically. Okay, awesome. Is there anything in particular that jumped out with you? You're looking forward to anything in particular? Um, I'm gonna say definitely the new area, especially since it feels fills out that gap between Fontaine and the rest of the Tivat. Yeah, the northern part of Liyue kind of fills in that little hole up there. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured that the area was going to be your most look forward to then, because it looks like there's going to be a lot of lore like involving like old gods and and things like that. So I know that you're definitely more like in abyss kind of like person but how do you feel like this kind of lore about as far as like you know the history and like the ua and things like that i mean yeah i like that too particularly my interest is mainly the abyss but i do like the stuff involving sort of the um the divine of tivat as well i mean at the end of it it all kind of like ties in together doesn't it pretty much yeah uh what do you how are your thoughts about a cloud retainer or uh origami i love both of them um yeah, like I said, I really I like I like Cloud Retainer. I I think her gameplay is really interesting. I don't think I'll be pulling for her because like I've said, of saving for all Hatham. But Gaming absolutely still sold on him. He's gonna be my free pick. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask if he was gonna be your free pick for uh for Lantern Rights. Since you said you're probably not gonna pull, you're gonna try and save your primos for the Al Hatham rerun when it comes back around. Yeah, no, here's the thing about Al Hatham that I've noticed. Every time mm-hmm. we've had a Nahito rerun and Nahita banner, Al Hatham's banner yeah. has not been that far behind. Okay. Maybe they're just trying to get that all that dendro synergy going together. Maybe. So like we've got a Nahita rerun coming up, so that means Al Hatham has to be coming soon. Okay, okay. But with uh, so we're not gonna go for for Cloud Retainer, and I, I I agree. I do think that she looks really neat. 
I might her throw like her abilities are absolutely going to be like a godsend for exploration, though. I think so too. She's got like kind of the same uh, the same benefits like Wanderer has. The Wanderer's got this whole flying floaty thing, but I agree. I think she she looks really really cool. Her ability where she kind of like beefs up like plunging attacks for your team and other characters around you, I think is really neat. That's but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's to uh, if that works for in co-op. I think it works in co-op, right? I think it, it should, does. That, it should. Yeah. If it does, I can't wait to te- match up with um, Cloud Retainer players and bring my all Haytham in. <laughs> yeah. If if I read like her weapon release stuff well, I think it does like all like characters around you. So that should be a lot of like co-op team synergy kind of like how Raiden Shogun's got a lot of like co-op stuff built into her kit I think that's going to be really really neat to see it's going to be absolutely hilarious seeing just like four people bouncing up and down and just plunging attack things to death so we're gonna we're gonna skip on Cloud Retainer but we are gonna we are gonna go for gobbing on our on our freebie and so are you gonna like so you're you're saying like all your primos like nothing Nothing on Cloud Retainer, nothing for Nahida or anything there. You're you're pretty much no, saving one hundred percent. I'm just gonna save. Okay, I mean that that's fair enough. Uh, did any of the events I mean, jump out at you? Any of the oh. events? I'm I'm really excited yeah. to if I remember them correctly. I'm really excited to play the the arena one, the co-op arena one. Okay, where you got to like, fight like the like giant miniature. No, well that one, but that's not the one I was thinking of. I'm talking about the one that's going to be part of the Lantern Ride event, where mm-hmm. you have to catch as grab as many balloons or whatever as you can, and then your oh, balloons yeah, the... can bump into you with the with the lion masks. Yeah, the giant token gathering thing. Yeah, those are always fun. I think that it's interesting how we've had like previous events where we had to get like you know the water orbs and things like that, and it's always been kind of like co-op. Hey, you know, you get together and you all get as many points as you can, and it clears the stage and you get to the next stage. But now it's like an actual contest to like score points, kind of like what we just had with the, um, was it the Blubber Beast event with the, yeah, with the air with jumping the, and stuff? With the air jumping and stuff. Oh, I love those types of events. They're they they're really fun. Yeah, and I, I think they did show that you can just team up with the stuff in co-ops. So you can just go in with your friends and then just clown around. So that's going to be really cool. You down? Oh, I mean, I I am totally down. We'll we'll have to throw something in the Discord for the community and see if we all want to get together one time and uh, and just get in there and see what happens. Hold a little tournament or something. That'll be fun. Yeah, we said that for the last um last time we had an event like this, and that didn't come through. <laughs> yeah, I, I was having trouble with that one. So um, if this one that it can if you can like do the full team, which they said that you can, then it should be a lot easier to do. It's going to be a hard time for me to set the time aside just between work and everything. But I, I would really love to do something like this with the community and, and see if we can pull everybody together, just kind of have a good time, and maybe maybe stream it on Twitch or something. That would be good. Yeah, that would be fun. What did you think, because this is my kind of like event that I'm looking forward to, what about like the cooking event? Oh, the cooking event. Okay. um, I, That's going to be interesting. Because I think that, because I've always liked like, cooking games like that, like Cooking Mama and like any kind of like cooking mini Never games where you can like cooking stir. Mama. Oh, as a Nintendo person, you totally have to. They are so fun. Yeah, no, I've never played Cooking Mama. I've seen uh, people play Cooking Mama. Never played it myself. Yeah. 
Uh, they were really good, especially for, like, the week because you had, like, the motion controls where you would have to, like, stir and then chop. You'd, like, swing your Wiimote around and things like that. But the ones on on the other platforms, like, they, they had them on, like, the 3DS. I think there's actually a, a mobile game for your phone you can play as well. It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun with, like, timing. You, like, you know, like, shake your walk and, like, flip food or stir or chop and things like that. It's a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see how it carries over in Genshin. I, I like it when they they branch out of the normal like gameplay that we experience every single day and add some kind of unique fun mechanics. Yeah, no, that's that's always fun. Yeah, cause, I mean you got you got to mix it up. Otherwise, you're, if you're just doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, you you get a little burnt out, and you want something to kind of freshen things up a little bit. Add a little uh, spice. That, exactly. It's like um. Like, right now, I'm still kind of on and off playing uh, Nikkei, Goddess of Victory. And I've kind of burnt out because they have events. Like, there's events that are going, like, back-to-back all the time. But every single one is the exact same level layout, currency grind, shop rewards every single time. And it's, like, mix it up a little bit. And, th- and every now and then, they'll have, like, a fun, like, one little mini game off to the side. But that'll be it. It's like, I need something new because I'm losing motivation to play the game. And things oh like this. Oh my gosh, no way. You're burning out of the waifu game? I, I, I am. It, but Believe it or not, like the game has its merits. Like The music in that game is like amazing. The story is like surprisingly good, even though it shouldn't be. Like It's supposed to be like a stupid cheesecake, you know, crap game. But it's not. It's actually like legitimate, like written and all this stuff like that, despite all the the fan service and whatnot in it. But it's just the the characters have become more of quantity over quality, I feel like, than when they first started. And the gameplay is just becoming stale. They, they, they got to kind of mix it up and add some things to to make it not the same thing every single time. But if they do that, then I'll jump back into it. But as of right now, I'm having fun diving back into Genshin. Um, I just got right into 90. I think I'm going to start building up Yanfei. Because she's Ooh. crazy fun to play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Yanfei's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yanfei is fun. She is. I, have uh, her, I think I still have her at level 80, though. But she's really fun. I like her. I have her at C4, I believe. Okay. Yeah, my Yanfei is at C6. The thing that kept me from ascending her was having to do the the primal geo boss. The primal geo bishop. Yeah. Because you see, he had to that do, like... boss, that boss is not the issue for me. It's the farming the jades. Okay, well, I had a like a butt ton of the jades just from running around in the world, so I got lucky on that front. Uh, but I can totally agree with that. Having, a... I think I had trouble farming the um, the core lapis for the longest time. Like I needed a lot of core lapis for somebody, and I just got so tired of running around and beating up rocks. So I totally feel you on that. Yeah, as far as like Yanfei, my biggest thing is like I didn't want to farm the Geo the shop boss because like I don't want to deal with shield and reflecting and all this crap like that. So you literally the other... just dodge. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just took a long time, and it's just like man, like this is almost as tedious as like the Hydro boss I had to do for Kokomi. And that Which boss one does is she a... need again? Does she need the hypostasis? Uh, she. Yes, the one that's in Watatsumi Island where you gotta like reflect the healing orbs. Yeah, and... that's the hypostasis. Yeah, it's it's not a hard fight. It just takes forever because there's so many mechanics and it's so slow. 
but when I was building up Hewl in my in my cryo They'll team, simply they could just take care bring of it. electro units. Yeah, I mean, I I just frosted it and froze it to death, and I took care of it. But with the the geo of the shot boss, the issue was I got tired of having to wait for the shield and the spawns and things like that. So last week I was like, well, I got some currency. I'll go down and see if how this boss goes. And I took my Navia team, and she just blasted to death, like two like a shot her burst and like two more shots and the thing was dead i was like oh okay well i can do this now and yeah, i don't know it's just navi yeah. is crazy <laughs> navi has made every single boss in the game except for the geo hypostasis an absolute wash like world bosses are like nothing anymore it's like oh i need this currency i'll just go in like you know two shot with the gun throw down the jungle shield a burst and another shot with the gun maybe and she's done um, it's like Storm Terror level 90 takes, you know, 20 seconds, which is kind of crazy. But no, so I mean, that, that's the express. I think I'm going to build Yanfei up because she's just crazy fun to play. It's like, you know, attack, 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 skill, retard, attack, 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 burst, attack, attack, attack. It's just a whole lot of cycling back and first, forth and just watching things explode. And she's just really, really fun. And I remember playing her a long time ago. So I want to get back into that. Yeah, I suppose but, like we can save the discussion of what weapon you're running on her later. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to jump into that in our second half of the discussion. So uh, let's jump into some real quick news, and uh, we'll take a break, and then we will, uh, we're just going to have our little casual character and team building discussion this week before 4.4 kicks off. Sound good? Yep, sounds good. All right. So a couple quick things kind of came out uh, today and over the last couple of days, and one of the big things was, as, as usual, before a big patch comes out, they start doing the drip marketing for the next set of characters and we've got a lot of drip marketing coming in not only for gaming and Shan Yun, who are coming out this patch but for next patch we got our chiori chiori ah, yes. she's dual wielding that's yeah she's got that she's got that dual sword alhatham energy going on for sword. sure she's got two swords two of them are, are you are, are you a little stoked for uh oh for yeah chiori? absolutely i thought she was going to be a bow user you know what? I, I could see her as being as like a bow, but I do appreciate the fact I that they kind of mix it up a little bit. A, I actually thought she was going to be a bow user. <laughs> yeah. Now, but that no, being I said... Like that surprise of her being a sword, I was like, one sword user, awesome. Dual sword wielding? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I appreciate in her character art how her swords kind of like match the aesthetic of like yeah, her actual like design. Yeah, so I hope that in gameplay that matches as well. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, though, because, like, Al Hatham, and you being the Al Hatham person, like, his secondary sword matches, but his primary sword is, like, whatever you have him equipped with. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be the same case with Shiori? Probably, yes. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to agree with you, but I feel like I have to because I think that is going to be the case. Unless you manage but, to find, like, some weapon that matches with her, like, theming, at least. Yeah, I'm trying to think that what might match her as far as, like, aesthetic, like, maybe, like, Lion's Roar. Oh, Lion's Roar, something. for sure. But I don't know yeah. why you'd run that on her, at least not yet. Yeah, do I don't think we know what role she has yet, as far as, like, skills or talents or anything. No, but we do, do you not. have any? Do you have any uh, speculation? Any speculations? Yeah. Not really. I don't really have anything. 
for what she could be. I feel like I don't want her to be maybe I was going to say a support, but not really like entirely a support, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe a sub DPS is what I'm thinking. That's actually what I'm thinking too. I'm with you where I expect her to be kind of like a bow user, maybe like maybe a polearm. And I feel like if she had it been, then I would have definitely said, oh, she's a bow. She's going to support. She's going to be like, she's going to be like Navia's. Like a Navia you know, what Goro support, is. yeah. Yeah, like Goro is to Ito. But the fact that she does have swords and like dual wielding swords definitely she's, gives off sub DPS energy. Yeah, she's energy. definitely going to be like a sub DPS. Yeah, I, I can totally see it. But I'm excited to see how her kit comes in. And uh, and and what she revolves around as far as like or team buffer, you know what she could be like a a sub DPS and then a buffer as well. It's that actually I like that idea because that actually does fit into like her character, like like what kind of character she is because you know, she's like a clothing designer and like a very much like a supporting role like lore wise. So no, I can totally see that, and I would love her to be like a buffer like that. That would be awesome. Hopefully, uh, we'll see. But like I said we gotta wait because we gotta get through four point four first, and we got we got a lot coming up. Uh, the Gaming gameplay demo with his talents and skills came out as well, and I think that his gameplay does look interesting. It's very very flashy. Like I it's love cool. how much it is. It is. It's, I love how much character his movements and his skills and everything have. It's just it's it's really intense. I I'm still not sure. If I'm going to make him my freebie or not, because like the, the dance, the, the, the dancing aesthetic and everything isn't really my jam, but I'm going to wait and, and see like what people can do with him. And I'll probably also decide a little based on his character demo and then oh, kind of go from there. Oh, his character demo is out. I sent well, him to the server. Yeah. I, I mean like his, uh, his playable trial. Oh, the trial. You meant the trial. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like with Risley, like I saw like, you know, his drip and his trailer stuff like that. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. But then I played him uh, when his banner came out with the trial. And I was like, oh, this is fun as hell. And that's 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 what finally pushed me over the edge to throw a bunch of crap at Risley. Yeah, I was like, proud to never be a Risley denier right here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people like, are, like, are in the boat with you where they just like, they saw him and like, Oh, yes. And he punches things. Yes. And he's a cryo catalyst. Yes, again. And it was just, that was just kind of sealed the deal. Hot. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's first and foremost. Is, is, yeah. Tall, tall hot husbando characters. Like, yeah. Okay. And he has handcuffs. It's like, yeah, we're in. Told all the primos. As like, I, was, I was telling Dalton, you know, when he came out, I mean, just, and then after, especially after playing through his character trailer. Or his his character chapter, it just kind of opened up the floodgates and people were like people were all over it. But yeah, Gami I think looks looks really, really cool. Um, I'm gonna wait and try the trial and just see how he how I vibe with him gameplay wise. He's, he's gonna he's my free pick simply on the basis of he he's a little cutie. Look at him, look at his little I mean, face. He, <laughs> yeah, I mean he I saw like his his little chapter where he's like talking to the master, telling like this story. And I've seen like some of his background, and no, he is—he he has a lot of actual like character, character to him. But like, I feel like I'll, my collector side wants to add him, but my other side is kind of like, 
I'm like kind of also building up Ningguang to level 90, and I've only got C1 Ningguang. And I really want to get constellations for her. So you want my Ningguang? She's at C six, and I don't use her. Um, I mean, yes, please, and thank you. But what do you want in return? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, we'll discuss characters later, and if something jumps out at you, you let me know, and we'll see if uh, we'll see if Hoyo can make it happen. Uh, in addition to Ga- uh, to Gaming's uh, gameplay demo, we also got Zhang Yun's teaser that came out. And the only thing I really took from Jean Noon Cloud Retainer's teaser was um Baby Ganyu. Baby Ganyu. And baby Ganyu. Like, like, yeah, baby fluffy Ganyu. And that's I like going through Twitter, I feel like that's all anybody else took from it as well. Like they were all like, Yes, we already know that Cloud Retainer's great, but here's also Baby Ganyu and people were like, Yeah, that that's that's what the trailer's here for. Yeah. No, but I think it's so, also really cute. It seems uh, you can see Cloud Retainer putting the fish in the lake, so that way the mm-hmm. traveler will come and uh, visit her. Essentially, yeah. No, no. Cloud Retainer herself is great. Like she's just such that that mom character, and as like proud and haughty as she like comes off, like you can tell that she's 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 very silly, and 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 I love it. Like You're Cloud Retainer, to be just... silly and serious at the same time. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, what was it? I think it was Last Lantern, right? When she was, like, looking at the uh, at the lanterns, and, like, Shinhel was, like, was like watching them. She's like, oh, do you wish to, to, to ascend a lantern as well? Then I shall devise a lantern that, like, that's never been seen before. And she's, like, strutting off to, like, go and make this, like, yeah. super special <laughs> lantern. It's like, like, such a, oh, my God. I love it. So I hope a lot of that personality of her carries over into her playable version it definitely looks uh, like it's going to <laughs> it, it it 100% has to that has to be in there but no that, that that's very exciting we do have the uh the full spectrum uh revealed of the 4.4 character banners like i said we got cloud retainer coming on we've got nahita is going to have her first free run and for the her side characters rerun? Oh, no, for her next rerun. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, this like, is Na- not Nahida's first rerun. No, this is like her. This is like her. What her third? Second. Is second? Yeah, I know she's I think like it might be her second. I know she ran once before already. Yeah, like because, she like, like ran said, and then she it came was before quick. all Hatham's rerun. <laughs> yeah, like people are really they they really like to. I feel like Nahida's had a lot of reruns in like a short amount of time, uh, since her release anyway. But I mean that's fine. It, but Nahida uh, Yaimiko is the second half. Yep, yep. Uh, Yaimiko will be, will be coming in as well. And with the first set of banners, which, you know, we'll go live with the patch on January 31st, which will be, what, the day after this episode goes live? Yes. Uh, they will Yep. They will also be joined by Noel, Faruzan, and Gaming on the banner, and they'll all have special rate-ups rate ups as well. I Bro, know that where Faruz- is Kave? <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people have been asking that. Like, where's Kave's rerun? He has not been on a rate up like since his debut, which was on Baiju's banner. Baiju's really? first has banner. It's been that long. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because I think my Kave is like C two or something. Like I, I feel like when I was pulling, he was on somebody's banner, and when I was pulling from, my, I got like multiple copies of him. Let me take a look. I only have like one Kave. Oh no, he's at he's at C one. Yeah, wow. I 
figured he would have been featured on like a couple of the banners before then, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll just be featured on uh, Hatham's uh, rerun. That way I you hope. Can, you can, yeah you you can get the roommates together. I hope and that'll work out. <laughs> I hope I so hope I hope they put that, him on yeah. <laughs> That'll give you double reason to pull on that banner since you're already going for I'll hate them anyway. Yeah. As far as news goes, uh, that's that's pretty much about it. Glad to touch up with you a little bit on version 4.4. 4. Uh, this week we are going to kind of keep it uh, quick and casual. I had considered maybe going over Navia's character chapter, but with 4.4 being right here and you know us kind of catching up at the, at the first half, and last week having gone on as long as it did, I mean catching up with Dalton and then doing the 4.4 live stream. That episode was like a two hour long episode. And yeah, I saw the episode length and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I saw the episode length and I was like, oh. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, me at like 2.30 in the morning trying to finish the editing on that is what happened. I was like, oh my God, this went on forever. Well, that's completely fine. So yeah, we're going to keep it short and casual this week. So we will take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we're going to go over some of our personal character builds, kind of discuss some theories and uh, why we do the things that we do, uh, maybe go over some team comps. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep it short and sweet this week. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. We'll take a little break, and we'll be back here in just a minute. Right, and we are back. So, going to kind of keep it uh, short, sweet, quick, and casual this week. And I know that we were talking about, you and I were talking about uh, character discussions, some of the teams that we've been focused on building. We've kind of gone back and forth a little bit in the past, um, but I kind of wanted to just have a fun little episode with you to maybe just cover some of the characters that we have built up and what we've done with them. Like, especially maybe like just some of our favorites. And then after we cover some care, maybe we'll kind of go into some of our party, uh, like our t- our team building. Because I know I've got like seven teams. Yeah, that I've, I've put I've together. Only got three. <laughs> okay, I mean that's still completely fine. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and just start with like basic characters on there. I know that you are a big Alhatham person. Oh yeah, sure. But am. Uh, what about is there anyone else that you really like to focus on? Anyone else that like I have built or anything? Yeah, like like who are like your favorite characters? Do you think, and what have you managed to do with them? Kaya, Kaya, definitely for sure. My Aimiko, I'm really proud of. My Kazuha, also my Risley. Yeah, I I probably could have guessed Risley in the mix. Kaya being a big build for you is kind of um not what I would ex- not what I would have expected. What do you mean? But, well, because, like, like husbando-wise, like, I get it. Like, Kaya was one of those characters I didn't really, like, bond with until recently, in the recent events. Like, when he was, like, doing the Big Brother no, thing Kaya for Kaya Joyer since day one, okay? <laughs> so, how's your Kaya? Do you have your Kaya, like, full 90, like, fully yeah, crowned and everything? Yeah, level 90, triple crowned. He's at C5. No. 
No kidding. Yeah. Wow. What's Maikai? Maikai is at C1 and level 70. The weapon but he's I got... have... Sorry. Continue. No, no. I mean, that was. I was just looking at mine. I was like, yeah, mine is not great. But he does have his really cool skin that we got from the summer event. Yeah. Me too. Uh, the weapon I have on him is Ayato's signature weapon. I can kind of see that matching him aesthetically. Yeah, it, ma- it especially matches with his skin. Nice. My set that I run on him is two-piece Blizzard, two-piece Shimanawa. Okay, and why the sh- why the Shin- sh- the the other set? Why Shimanawa? That's just what I had. Oh, okay, got you. I wanted to run a two-piece attack set on him, and that's just what I had. Awesome. Yeah, because I know like because he's like pure like cryo application in DPS, and I know that. I think mine, yeah, mine's got the the blizzard set on him. It's it's a terrible blizzard set, but it's there. Yeah. Um, but do you have him in like an active like a team comp that's been built up, or I do, in fact, have him in a team comp that's built up. It's a bit of a weird team. It's Child Freeze. Okay, so explain. Explain. Okay, so I run Child and Kaya together. They are a really good duo. You just activate Kaya's burst, go into Child's mm-hmm. skill, and just go ham. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I guess with Kaya, whenever he's got his, uh, with Kaya's burst, you've got the the, uh, the, the ice ring around you. around him. Yeah. And then with Child, then it's just water everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds quick and simple and fun to me. Yeah. Then of course yeah. I have I run it as double cryo. I have Lila in the um as for the shield because I really like her. She's really pretty. No, I I Layla's Layla's really really good. I got Layla in my cryo team as well because one she is super pretty and her shield is like great as well. It's like the second best shield in the game. Yeah. And Behind then uh, I Zhongli. I just have Kazuha on there for no other reason. It's just, it's Kazuha. <laughs> Why wouldn't oh, I have well, I mean, him there? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have any kind of animal character, like, Kazuha is, like, the animal character right now, right? As far as, like, Swirl. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have a Kazuha, unfortunately. If I want to use Swirl, I'm pretty much sucrose. using Sucrose. Yeah, I have my Sucrose well, yeah. which I would definitely like to fix her up and use her some more. So, maybe I could attempt to do Spiral Abyss content. But mm-hmm. I just simply have not gotten to it. Yeah, uh, I've uh, got my, my issue is that I have no constellations for her. Oh, okay. See, when we had her on a banner, uh, I think it was during the was it the summer event or the Wimpleum Festival? I think she was on it. Uh, I got her all the way up to C six. Imagine, Wish yeah, that were and me. it it took her like because I didn't really like super. I have a trouble. I have trouble bonding with introverted characters because. As a, as a slightly more extroverted person, it's kind of hard for me to relate with them. And it's like, oh, well, Sucrose is cute and stuff, but I never really got it. But watching her bond with Kale and the Windbloom. Dude, that was so freaking cute. Both of them interacting. It, mm, it melted it my heart. It was. Yeah, that whole thing made me bond with those two characters. Where they're kind of like, well, let's just sit here and we'll just stare at the clouds. It's like, do you want to talk about anything? It's like, no. No, I'm good. We can just... Just we sit just and hang, hang out. out. Sometimes that's all you got to do, man. Yeah, and it it, it was that. Sometimes was it's like, just enough to be there for a person. And it's hard because, like I said, I'm an extrovert. So when I sit there, I have trouble sitting there in just silence. 
like I have to be doing something or saying something. But when I saw the two characters that were very alike, and they're kind of like they kind of got each other, right? And it was like, I get this now. It's like it's it's different and it's foreign to me as a person, but now I understand it. And I, I love it. That made I me consider myself more of an I guess an ambervert. I'm sort of like a mix of both. Okay. So it's like, yeah, I can be, I guess you could say it's almost like Farina in a way. I am an extremely extroverted person, but I, then I just, I my social battery drains and it's done. <laughs> yeah, like like you're extroverted until until you're drained out and then you're, then you're good. You're done. You're good. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. But uh, but no, so when I bonded with Sucrush for that, I was like, you know, I'm going to give her a try. So I took her, I bumped, and I had her at C6. I was like, well, I hear she's good, so we'll, we'll give it a whirl. And took her all the way up to 90. She was a C6. Um, I threw sacrificial fragments on her because that's you her, do, like, basically, her best weapon. Yeah. Well, it's great because she comes with two charges of her skill anyway for her swirl. And with sacrificial fragments, you know, it's an 80% chance in the cooldown. So you can go out there and you can just hit her burst like three times in a row. It's and it's hilarious. That's the reason why I, won, why I run sacrificial sword on Kazuha. Yeah, because you can just watch things just fly and blast up over and over and over again, and it's hilarious, and it's great. But um, Sucrose, actually, I used her, and I threw her into one of my teams. Uh, but it's the only one that I really use Swirl on, and that's my uh, Fat Vape Cloud team. Oh, fun. Yeah, I, I give my, my team stupid names, so you're going to hear a couple of them as the episode goes through. But uh, but yeah, so Fat Vape Cloud has Dea... Sucrose, Kokomi, and Yelan, mainly because I can't run any kind of thing that involves Hydro without Yelan anymore because I got her at C2 and she spoils me. Fair enough. So it's definitely like Yelan skill, Sucrose swirling crap, and then like Dea just evaporating things with a burst. And Sucrose made that team happen, so I totally get the whole Sucrose thing. But I feel like if one day I get a Kazuha, as so many people have telling me I need to get Kazuha, then he he's probably going to take Sucrose's place. Then on that note, I probably should talk about my beloved Kazuha. Oh, I mean, please do, because this, this I know that... This absolute menace. Yeah, because so many people are kind of like, Kazuha is like the, you know, like, every time he gets a rerun, people are like, you have to pull for Kazuha. If you're doing anything with Swirl, you want Kazuha. Like, end of story. Yeah. Yeah, so so what have you done with yours? So what do I have? I, of course, have an R5 Sacrificial Sword on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my artifacts, you know, of course, you got to have that four-piece Viridescent set. Oh, yeah, VV, yeah, absolutely. For sure, four-piece Vir- Viridescent. I got an, e- an Elemental Mastery stance on him a while back, which is good. Okay. But somehow, I still managed to keep this man over... 200 energy recharge <laughs> so what does he build on like what are you he, what are you supposed to stack he, what is he you're supposed with? to stack him with elemental mastery okay because i feel like a lot of enough, swirl is funnily enough my elemental mastery on him is 404 is that is that good i don't know how elemental mastery no he wants a lot more than what i have that's for sure but i just think okay. it's funny that i have the the error number oh yeah because he has, he's he's got energy recharge for days. So but... so he doesn't he doesn't do his thing as often, but or he doesn't do it as as like strongly, but he does like no, all I've the time. No, I've seen him do like 
10k. It was either with his skill or his burst that I've seen him do like 10k. But okay. But it's just he's got a lot of ER. He's like you're gonna have no problems getting back your bursts. I mean that's awesome. Like I know like like on like on a note like that like like I, I just got Raiden Shogun, and like people are like oh you want to build her for ER, and I played with her and it's like okay I'm gonna experiment with her and you burst. And you do like her skill and stuff, and so it feels like as soon as her burst is done, she's it ready to do it again. Comes back, yeah, yeah. And I'm so not used. To it. I'm like, what in the world is going on? She can't just keep doing this nonstop, surely, but she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Now I have a thing about Kazuha because in Kazuha, I think it was his character chapter. We got the Kagotsurube Ishin, yeah, the sword, sword that he makes. Yeah, is that? Is that not like his best sword? Because it's I feel not. like if it has now, it would be different if the substat for it was elemental mastery. Okay. If if it had if it had an elemental mastery stat for him, then it would be a really good weapon. But it does not, and that's why people don't run it on Kazuo. See, that makes me so sad because we got that sword from it. It had an amazing cinematic when he was crafting it and everything. Yeah. And it's not even, like, his best or even close to best in slot. That kind of, like, makes me sad. Like, I want him to use that sword because of everything that was involved around it. Mm-hmm. I have it on my oh. Traveler, actually. I actually need to build I think, yeah, mine's still at level 6. I need to build it up a little bit. Because that sword just looks amazing. And it's it's such a nice breath of fresh air from the plethora of blue crap that we get as far so as really, weapons go. Hey, blue is not crap. I love blue. I just don't want everything to be blue. So it's like when you're looking through your weapons, I mean, find me in like another like bright ass glowing red sword. Uh the the sword we got from the Yokai event. It's not glowing red, but it is red. The umbrella? <laughs> yeah, the umbrella. <laughs> it's red. You're welcome. <laughs> it it is. And it's got a little eye that glances around. So okay, you know what? You you got me on that one. I Anamon- will say I'm looking at Anamon- it now. Anamona Kagayuchi, purple and black. Yeah. Uh, there is also one of the Liyue weapons that you get from the chest. The Traveler's Handy Sword is also is also red and black. Yes. So okay, so so there's 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 a couple. The Sword of Nar Narzen Narzen Cruz or however you pronounce that. It's yellow or purple. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The the hero sword that we got in Fontaine. Now that sword looks really yeah. cool. I, that was very very gold. That's a very cool sword. Yeah. So, um. I guess the black sword, kind of the black. Yeah, the black sword was black, but it's got some red in it. But I, I'm still gonna hold to the comparisons, like to like things like Favonia's sword and Wolfang and Iron Sting and everything else. Like there's Favonia's sword is not as blue. It, it's it's it not. It has blue detailing, but, but it's mostly yeah. like gold and gray. Yeah, and I feel like the color changes a little bit. But you also see, like, you know, like sac- sacrificial sword and. Alley Flash kind of purple. I mean, that's it, it's it's pretty close to blue, but whatever. Um, it's not yeah. blue. <laughs> just me and picky. But it's like you know, I could like I look like Rain Slash, and I'm like, wow, that's an ugly sword, and it's like that bright emerald green on it, and I'm like, man, that thing is that is something else. But I I appreciate the diversity. Yeah. Oh yes, so. my Kazuha is also triple crowned. Is he really? Yes, he is. So and he's also a C one. 
Okay, so the characters that we got that... Okay, so C1 Kazuha, that's already really cool, because I know Kazuha like, just constantly gets better with constellations. So, as far as I know for Triple Crown, I know you you said you have Kaya Triple Crown. Now we have Kazuha Triple Crown. I'm going to go ahead and say that I'll hate them as Triple Crown as I'll well. I'll hate them as Triple Crown as well. Naturally. Um, who else you got? Who else you got uh, three crowns on? For Triple Crowns. Okay. Uh, you, you share your triple crowns, and then I'll share mine. So I've got Alhatham is triple crowned, Kazuha. Uh, Sino is almost triple crowned. I have not triple crowned his normal attack yet. Okay. Child is triple crowned. Kaya is triple crowned. Toma is double crowned. Ooh, I didn't expect that. I mean, I love and Toma, don't get me wrong. Risley but... is triple crowned. I think okay. that's it. I mean, you got a good, solid, you know, diversified lineup. And, of course, w- Yai, Yai has one crown, of course. Okay. I want then, to be with you as far as the Toma thing. Like, I want to triple crown my Toma, but he just doesn't have the application. Oh, but, my, Toma, Toma, my Toma is great. I love him. Like, I love Toma's attacks. I love his character. It's just, I have trouble finding ways to put him in teams where I'm actually going to use him. Risley. I think my Risley is just in a straight up freeze team. I'll, to, I'll double check when we talk about our teams here in a minute. Yeah, I run him um, with Risley because I okay. I run that um I run that Risley team that I showed you, but since I don't have Dea, I put mm-hmm. uh, Toma there instead. I can see Toma being good because you can use his shield and also with his burst is like pyro infusion with Risley's normal attacks, so that's like instant melt. So I can I can kind of totally see that, but I feel like yeah I'm not sure because I really want to use Toma like I do I love Toma. My and my Toma I, build is so weird, but I love him nonetheless. Yeah no no to, Toma's great. My Toma's still at yeah my Toma's at eighty right now. What do I need to take him to ninety? Yeah I only need like six of the the smoldering pearls from the pyro hypostasis and he's good to go. Yeah. So maybe after I finish Yanfei. Uh, I'll get to work on that. Yeah. So my weapon for him is Vortex Vanquisher. <laughs> okay. Uh, Which I yeah, got that's while the... pulling for Polar Star. Oh, nice. Didn't get Polar Star, but I got this. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? And I was like, oh, I'll give us a Toma, I guess. Kind of looks good on him. Yeah. Um. I think mine, like, I wanted to run, I think it was Deathmatch, which I believe is... I think that's one of the battle pass weapons. I think it is. Yeah, uh, yeah the red trident spear-looking thing. But I want to say I swapped out because I put the death match on Razar, and I'm running Favonius Lance on him for the energy recharge. Because I guess that's supposed to be really good for him. Yeah, because he has, he has high. No, it's because he has a high burst cost. Oh, okay. I think his burst cost is like eighty or something. Oh, gross. Yeah. Hinazuma characters are like very expensive to run. Like, even like I guess that's why Raiden Shogun wants so much ER because in her burst cost like ninety or a hundred or something. Yeah, her crazy burst cost like ninety, that. but like you're not even gonna notice because her energy recharges energy through the recharges roof. through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean that's cool. Um, yeah, my set that I run on Toma is two piece emblem, two piece tenacity. Okay, so with an energy the... recharge. Uh, Sans. Gotcha. So the two-piece emblem is going to be energy recharge. 
Yeah. And then two points tenacity is HP? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because that's what I run on my Zhongli. So does the HP, does this like his shield build off of? Yeah, of course, like most shield okay. characters. And then, yeah, of course, yeah. I have Vortex Vanquisher for extra shield strength. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I don't have a Vortex Vanquisher. That would be nice. I don't even have one for my Zhongli. My Zhongli, man, my Zhongli is not even running a Black Tassel. I got Staff of the Scarlet Sands because for some reason I have Sino's weapon. I don't know where it came from, but I have it. Yeah, like, so I don't... we currently have just over 200 ER for him. Nice. Crit rate ratio is not the best, but considering he's mainly for shielding for Risley, it's not bad. So it is yeah, what it I, is. I'm sure Risley's got pretty decent stats when it comes to his crit and attack and all that good mess. Oh, yeah. No, my Risley's yeah, you... great. Yeah, tell me about your Risley and I'll tell you about mine. Because okay. mine is also level 90 in triple ground. Okay, yeah. So we've got we've so we've got the thirty to two hundred and forty seven crit rate. Okay. Jesus. Crit rate crit Wait. ratio damage. Which okay. the crit rate goes up to with four piece uh Marshase Hunter gives mm-hmm. him up to like sixty six percent crit okay. rate. In the yeah, because that stacks up to three times. In the domain for Marshuse Hunter, it has mm-hmm. the crit damage buff. Okay. Meaning, when he has all the stacks from that domain's buff specifically, plus the stacks mm-hmm. from his, um, from the artifacts, his crit rate crit damage ratio is sixty six, um, three hundred sixteen. Holy crap! It's not like he hits like a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying. Like I'm looking at mine. Like before, like the Marshase buffs, and then, like my crit thing is like 51 for crit rate, and then like 116 for crit damage. Like he crits not too often, and he doesn't even crit that hard. So the crit rate goes up, so he'll do it more. Like, you know, so with the four piece uh, hunter set. So I'll have to take him to that domain because the domain does that buff the crit rate or just crit damage it buffs or both crit damage. Okay, so maybe I'll go in there and see how it does. But yeah, my crit damage stats for my Risley are awful. Yeah, so the weapon I have on him is my second Widzith. Okay. I have two Widziths. I have my R five one, which is on Yaimiko, and then I kept on getting copies of the Widzith, and I was like, I'll just level it, give it to Risley. Uh, yeah, because Witsis is yeah, it's crit damage. It's crit damage, and all three of them are good for him, including the okay. elemental mastery one. Gotcha. Because uh, I one think I... melt skills on EM. I think melt skills mm-hmm. on EM. Okay. I think I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it does. Gotcha. Because uh, I I considered running the Wits. I think my yeah, my Wits is on my. My Hazo, who I don't use, but I really should because he's kind of fun to play. I have um, two Wizzits. I've got two I of think them. I've, one at R5, got, uh, one on R3. <laughs> yeah, I've got one Wizzit, and it's, it's R5, so I've only got one maxed out. But, yeah, my Rice is using a, a, an R2 Flowing Purity, which just had, like, the attack and then attack percentage. Yeah. Uh, and then it, he it buffs up, like, his elemental... Uh, his elemental damage with his skill and hit points and things like that. 
So he he's fun, but uh, my my Risley is not very strong. But because of just jumping around and punching and dashing and dodging everything, you would you would never notice. And the team that I run him with, um, where is he? Oh yeah. Also, not to mention, I have him at C <clears> one. <throat> oh, I mean that must be nice. Yeah, my Risley is just yeah C zero Risley. But uh, yeah, so I got yeah I got my Risley in a pure. Uh, a pure freeze team. Uh, I got the team. I called it uh, Rio Grande, but spelled nice. it like with the W. So yeah. it's it's Risley, uh, Layla for shield, uh, and more cry application. Uh, Kokomi because you know jellyfish healing, and then Yaland because I have to. I um, know my I f- my three team names are pretty simple. It's Child Freeze, I'll Hate Them Quicken, and Risley Melt. Or I think it's Rio Melt, as I shortened it. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're like, your team is very focused on, like, this is what this team is built for and what it's going to do. And, like, mine, I just, like, look at my team. It's like, what's the stupid name I can apply to this to this team? Because I don't know why, but that just amuses me. Because before, for like, the longest time, it was just, I had the standard note, Team 1, Team 2, Team 3. I never paid it any mind. And I feel like one day I was like bored at work. And I'm like, yeah, let's just see what happens. Yeah, no, so I feel like I've... I definitely could come up with funny team names, but I just simply haven't. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just something that I maybe it's just like a personal thing. But uh, so like I've got uh, my Nilo, um, Nahida, Baiju, and Yaland. That's my Bloom, uh, my Bloom, Boom, Doom team. So that's going to be our Nilo-driven, you know, Dendrocore uh, Hyperbloom team. I've got, talked about earlier, i got Fat Vape Cloud, which is Dea, Sucrose, Kokomi, and Yelan. Um, I've got Ron Burgundy, which is, I don't know if you've seen Anchorman, but I thought this was really clever. But nobody ever seems to get this team name. I just noticed that my ta- child has over 2,000 attack. Nice. When like, just core attack? Happen? Uh, you tell me you built him i know i've just never noticed till now <laughs> i'm trying to look like who my strongest attackers are why is my gene got so much attack sir sir um, explain uh who's my strongest attacker i'm trying to look right now so like dea's got like 21 gene's got 26 like almost 2700 attack oh but i think her healing and everything scales off her attack as well yeah, uh, my strongest is going to be Navi. My Navi has to be this attack. Finally, yeah. this must be what having an attack, freaking decent attack goblet on him must be like. It also depends on what character's running with as well, because like my Navia right now has three thousand attack, and that's like a butt ton of attack. But uh, some of that also comes because I have two pyro characters. I've got Bennett and Daya on the team. Yeah. And that, that, that's an attack percentage of, like, 25%. Yeah. So. But this is just but, him, like, his raw stats just standing in the city of the character screen. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, like, that if you have your team, like, on the field. It's not. And, oh, okay. So that's just him just as is. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'll have to see what that is. I know, like, my day, like, normally, like, her attack is, like, 35 or not her attack freaking attack. i wish her attack was that but her health is like thirty-seven thousand. but if i run but if i like put her on the field with the with the vape cloud team 
with the double hydro, she gets an HP bonus, and then suddenly her hit points are at like 47, 48,000, something crazy like that. Yeah, I was talking about, like, oh, yeah, the, the teams. And yeah, what do we got? Uh, my, my old, like, I talked about in the Discord before, like, my old reliable like, domain team for the longest time was my Ito team. Yeah, your Ito which, team. Yeah, so that, that's shock and roll with Ito, Goro, Zhongli, and Kuki. And do you have an Ito? I do not have Ito. Do you I want do an not Ito? Use geo units. Oh. Really? I get what you just like kinda like appreciate the more elemental reaction bit. Like watching yeah, these explode or I melt. Like, and... I do like geo characters. It's just that I don't use them. Okay. I I feel like that's the same with like a lot of people. Because Don't the game revolves. I love Navia. I would have definitely pulled for her if I had the primos. Yeah, but I feel like that Geo just but, has that similar where people don't run Geo because it doesn't synergize with other elements a lot. And that kind of made it stagnate for like the longest time. Because uh, like aside from like Zhang Li like running Shield, like you wouldn't see a lot of people doing like anything with Geo like ever. You might see like Noel every now and then, that'd be about it. So I don't think you're alone in that. Because, I mean, like, I would have this team for domains just because I could buff up Ito, and he was just fun to do his rotation. But it wasn't until Navi came around that I really started running Chio, like, all the time. And that's just because Navi's attack is stupid. And she can just blast her way through everything. But um, your Alhatham team, you've brought up a couple different times. Yes, my Alhatham team. <laughs> and you run him through, what, was it Superconduct? No. Quicken. What? what, what Quicken, Quicken, that's what it is. Quicken, aggravate those reactions. That's right, because Superconduct is Cryo and Electro. Yes. I am very bad at knowing things about this game. It's okay. Yeah. So your Alhatham team with your Aggravate, what what does that team consist of? This is Alhatham, Yaimiko, Kazuha, Fischl. Is that not like an excessive amount of Electro with Yaimiko and Fischl for application? Not in my experience. I mean, because that feels like a lot. Because I've I I've run Fischl a lot. Like Fischl's on my uh, on my Frosty team with my Eula for her coordinated electro attack. And I I'm trying to imagine if I had like Fischl and like Kooky or something like that for constant electro. I feel like that's a lot of electro. But how's it's, that work out for you? It's not a problem for me. <laughs> no, you just you just constantly just application. So with aggravate, how does that work out for you? Like with your hey, what's your rotation? I start with Fischl, of course. Pop down mm-hmm. her skill. Use her burst if it's active. Put out Yamiko's turrets. Do Kazuha's thing. Usually, by that point, most of the enemies tend to be dead. Okay. Um, Just because of all the electros swirling around? Yeah. By that point, most of the enemies tend to be dead or pretty low. Mm-hmm. But if not, bring out all Hatham. Just go ham. <laughs> Like I, I feel like I, I remember like I'll hate them being like really fun, like his skills being really flash when oh, I did the so trial run of them. He's so much fun. And the thing that makes me amused is that like when you're talking about oh, first thing you go official, you throw on her skill or her burst. But I feel like the same thing with officials. Like nobody runs official, they run Oz, and official just happens to be there because the cool nobody. Thing about my official is that I have her signature weapon. What's what's Fischl's signature weapon? She it's has a weapon, her own... It's a weapon that's exclusive to the weapon banner, and I have it. Really? Yep. So 
can you still it was it was it like an event weapon or is it something no. you can still actually get off the it's weapon some, banner? It's something you can get off the weapon banner. Really? Yep. Oh. And can I have it. I never eat I don't even think is, I know about this base weapon. attack. So at level ninety, I have refinement wink one, level ninety. Uh-huh. Base attack is um five hundred ten. Physical damage bonus of fifty one point seven percent. The effect of it is normal attack hits on opponents increase elemental skill damage by 20% for 5 seconds. Elemental skill hits on opponents increase normal attack damage by 20% by twenty for 5 seconds. Huh. And what what's the name of this weapon? Mitternox Waltz. Let me... Mitternox Waltz. Yeah, because I'm looking at the banner, like the list of things you can pull on the weapon banner, and I don't see it in the list. Let me spell it out for you oh, i mean it's gonna be something like crazy i'll have to look it up after the episode because i am not gonna be able to bring that up but yeah like i'm looking at like nothing on five stars it's a four um, star yeah yeah i'm looking like the like the base like four star things and yeah it's not in there so i'm wondering if, if it rotates or if it was like a limited thing because it's definitely not in the list now well, see, now I'm kind of like sad because I love having character like specific weapons because they match them like aesthetic really and everything. Pretty on her. Is it her best in slot? I don't know if it's her best in slot, but it's pretty much her signature weapon. Huh. Now, when it comes to things like signature weapons, one thing that always gets me is like, for instance, like Daya came out right, and yeah. Daya was on a five star banner, and she had her signature weapon on there as well. But now, Dea no longer has dedicated banners because Dea was you know, relegated to the standard banner or the standard five-star pull. Yeah, I know the same thing happened with Tainari's weapon as well. Yeah, so does that mean that her weapon is now in the general weapon pool as well? What does that mean? For, for like, official? Like her... No, for for like for like characters like like Dea or Fisher or whatever, because like Dea's weapon is the beacon of the Reed Sea. So, is there because she no longer has her dedicated banner? Is there any chance of people getting like Dea's signature weapon anymore? Don't think so, because it's not in the standard pool. Neither is Tainari's bow. Wow! Oh, that sucks. I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed if that really is the case, because yeah. Like I'm trying to think. I know because like, I think like, Hunter's Path is a really good bow. Yeah, because a lot of these weapons are pretty solid. I know like Deus is kind of like you know niche like for her, but a lot of like the original standard banner characters like D Luke for example, like the Wolf's Gravestone is in, is in the general pool. Yeah, Wolf's like, Gravestone get... is is a crazy weapon. Yeah, because I got that. I got that like on a spook off the standard banner like a couple weeks ago and I was not expecting it. I had no idea where it came from. But the yeah, the idea that if there's like a character that's that has the signature weapon and they're pushed back onto the banner and then like if their signature kind of disappears with that, that's kind of upsetting. Because like Klee had a signature weapon from an event. Like was it Dodoko Tales? Yeah, the Dodoko Tales. I actually have that weapon I, on my Yanfei. Yeah, I, I want I will never have that weapon and that upsets me because I want that book so bad. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't even I, <laughs> think about my situation. I don't have festering desire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of us don't, unless you were really around for that. Because every time you see like people like, "Hey, how long have you been playing Genshin?" You're like, "Do you have this sword?" 
And it's like, no, no, I do not. You know, even as like a day one player, I wasn't here for Festering Desire. So, yeah. I know. I didn't start till the tail end of 1.3. I missed the first Lantern Rite by not much. So that's that's something interesting to to consider on that. So, but all right. So we covered your your Kaya, Child, uh, Alhatham. We didn't really cover my Alhatham in full. We kind of got distracted by the rest of my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kind of covered like that, like the team comps like that. But you said you, got, you know you got your Alhatham like at, like full like triple crowned. Oh yeah, triple crowned. Um, I run R five Iron Sting. And I, I assume and you're going to go and try and get his weapon on the rerun when it comes back around. That's that's okay. the plan. Gotcha. Uh, Deepwood? For, yep, yeah, four-piece Deepwood. He ideally okay. wants four-piece Gilded, but considering I run him as the only Dendro unit, mm-hmm. in my situation, four-piece Deepwood is preferred. Okay. Because... The, the, if you're running Dendro, like, somebody needs to have a full Deepwood set. Is, yeah. is that correct when it comes That's to Dendro? That's correct. When it comes okay. to Dendro teams, somebody must have... Usually, Dendro unit, of course, has to have four-piece Deepwood. That's like somebody on our team, like, you always want somebody to have, like, was it four-piece with Noblesse, I guess? Yeah, like it's like four-piece Noblesse, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then for Constellation, I have him at C1. Nice. Then what is his C1? What kind of boost does C1 give him? Um, when one of his projection attacks hits an opponent, the cooldown of his elemental skill is decreased. Okay. Well, that's always good. Anytime any kind of cooldown Yeah, it's decreases, like it's decreased by 1.2 seconds and this effect can be triggered every 1 second. I'm trying to like think like what kind of beneficial constellations i have for any characters that i that i have like constellations for i started like five stars go because my ito doesn't have any constellations my jongli doesn't have any constellations my risley unlike you i don't have any constellations for (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah i think the only ones like my built-up five star that constellation for i have Yelan, I thought I had her at C2, but I want her at C1, which is the important one because that lets you use her skill twice in a row. So I've got that. I have Klee at C1, uh, which does the little summons, the the sparks, the spark that does additional damage. Um, C5, Deluke, I've got for C3, Deluke somehow? I think I have a C2, Deluke. Yeah, so I got C3 Dealer because he keeps haunting my 50-50. Um, I have a C3 Catching, who I feel like I really need to use because she was my first 5-star, I believe. My first 5-star was Child. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a hell of a way to start. Yeah. And let's see, Tenari Constellation. I've got a C3 Tenari because he is also haunting my 50-50s. Like, him and Luke have just been hounding my 50-50s lately. Um, and it's been kind of annoying. I want, like, again, I, I came in here when the game launched, and for some reason, somehow, it's supposed to be statistically impossible, but I don't have a Mona or a Chi-Chi yet. Like, not a single one. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a day a one. Mona? I'm a day one player. I don't have a Mona and I don't have a Chi Chi. And I every time Mona. I say, yeah, every I time I say, I don't have, 
Yeah, yeah, everybody does. I tell yeah, I don't have either of these characters. And people are like, how have you been playing since day one you don't have either of these characters? And I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it should be a thing, but it is. But I will say as far as like five-star haunts, so I guess, you know, catching C3, Luke C3, Gene C1, which if you talk to Dalton, Dalton's got like C12 Gene because she just will not leave him alone. Um, but I do have a C2 Dea who I use a lot. And because Day is like my favorite character in the game, like story wise, and I actually do like playing with her, even though people are always complaining about, you know, she's not meta or whatever. But her consolation cares. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do not care. It does not matter because I still have crazy fun. I'll take her into the APIP weekly boss fight and have an absolute blast, like, especially in the second phase with the ads. But it takes her. I do believe that it does take your constellations to really make her viable for a lot of people because on her first constellation, her max HP is bumped up by 20% and she does bonus damage uh, for her skill and her burst, which they go up like 3.6% for Molten Inferno and 6% of her hit points for for uh, Leon and Bite, which... You know, my day has got 44,000 hit points. So, I mean, 10% of that's, you know, 4,400. So, about half that. Still looking about two to 3,000 damage bonus, you know, give or take, if my half Asian mass skills are anywhere where they need to be. Mm-hmm. But the big one is uh, her C2, which Dea kind of like lives and dies based on her her skill, like the ring she puts down. And the problem that a lot of people have is like you put down her ring and then it burns out before you have a chance to to put it down again. So it's a lot of cycling back and forth. But with her C2, it makes the duration of the field like longer by like six seconds. So with the way she can put it down, you can cycle out, beat things up, come back. You can put it down again and have pretty much a 100% uptown with her ring. Like all the time, yeah, and good. in a yeah, yeah, it's it's great. That way you don't have to worry about it going away. You've always got constant pirate application. But in the ring, like it with the constellation, the coordinated attacks, the damage distance is increased by like fifty percent. If uh, if if you're attacked within the field, so if you're in if you're like surrounded by mobs and they're all attacking you like your next coordinated attack damage goes up by by 50% and that just makes for really big pyro booms and it's great um so i know like a lot of people prefer to run things like shang ling like your case you like to run toma or whatever but well, day is definitely so i mean i went all in on day so i mean i got daya i triple crowned her full level 90 ran a full set of her artifacts for her. i got her her weapon the beacon of the reed sea <laughs> So it's just been, yeah, for some reason, in most games, like fantasy games, I used to run like casters, like supports, healers, things like that, right? Yeah. But in this one, like I never run like heavy weapon characters because they're slow, they're clunky, and I hate them and I can't do it. I, but, I like, like I like playing as DPSs, or I well, I like fast attackers, like I'll hate them. Yeah. Yeah, so normally I'm in the same boat as you. It's like, oh, yeah, I want fast, like, sword and dagger attacks and things that are quick. I'm going, I don't hit really hard, but I hit a lot. And it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, I would think, like, I'll hate them. And, then, like, Risley, like, he's just going in and just wildly just punching like crazy. Like, I'm with you. That's normally how I play. 
But for some reason, like, the main characters I have, like, them and their character weapons, like, aside from Yelan, who has her bow, who it took a while to get that, um, all three are claymores. I've got Dea, who's a claymore, and she's got her beacon. I've got Ito, and, you know, Ito's full, full triple crown, and I got the red horn stone thresher, and I got Navia, and then I got Verdict on her. And all three of these claymores are triple crowned character weapon artifact sets and i can't figure out why it is that i'm running these claymore characters because it Maybe is normally not really something. drawn to them i guess i mean character wise i love them like i love dea i love ito i love navia well um, for one in navia's case she's also super unique ito's mm-hmm. attacks are pretty flashy to be completely honest and dea I don't Deus, know. It's Deus, just Dea. Yeah, Dea De- is great. Deus I love Dea cool. so much. Yeah. Um, as far as weapons go, I do agree that Navia's was unique. When I saw that Navia's weapons was a freaking battle axe, dude, I was like, yeah, we're we breaking out the wallet on that one. And when it came in as early as it did, I was so happy. Because when you pull on a weapon banner and it turns gold, and when you're like me and you're not fully familiar with how the weapon banner pitting and stuff works like that, like... My stomach was in a knot. Like, I was like, oh, Lord, please. Because I know it was going to pop up, and it was going to be like another, you know, Aquila Favonia or something. And I was going to be, like, super sad. Because I've gotten that sword, like, two or three times now. And it's not that it's a bad sword, but it's not what I want. But, no, when, when it turned gold and I saw that big old ass came in here, no, I was like, yes, 100%, yes, thank you, thank you, Lord. But... Yeah, as far as like character weapons, I'm trying to like there's it's it's just really tough. Like I said it's like I said Navia, Dea, and Etor are the ones that I went for. Um, I guess the Aquila Favonia would kind of be Jean's character weapon, maybe. Yeah, I think it is. It's I think it's supposed to be her signature. Yeah, um, I got Dialux off the standard banner, so that was a pleasant surprise. I wasn't pulling for it, but I mean, I'm, he's got it now, so I'm going to level it up and give it to him. I'm trying to think, like, let me take a look, like, what other five so I got the Primordial Jade Cutter, which I don't think is anybody's dedicated weapon. I could see that looking really good on Alhatham, though, because it's very cool looking and green. Let me see, what um, five do I even have? Oh, here's the five star weapons I have. Skyward yep. Harp. Uh, okay. Then I have Alhatham's weapon. I mm-hmm. have Primordial Jade Wing Spear, Vortex Vanquisher, okay. and Skyward Blade. Okay, so those are those are your so Skyward Blade is the blue regular sword. Yeah. Because I've okay, because I got Skyward Pride here like a week ago, and that's the big Claymore, who apparently that sword apparently like not good for anybody except for like Razor, I guess. So let me look what five stars have I got through my list up. So I've got the Aqua uh, Simulacra, which is Yelan's, um, which I actually did go in on that one because I had my Yelan, and that, that bow's amazing with this 88% crit damage. It's dumb. I got the Skyward Harp. crit damage? Oh, yeah. No, that, that bow was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, the Aqua Simulacra has got 88% crit damage with a 542 attack, and then on top of that, it increases HP by 16%, which is good for Yelan's damage as well, because her damage, uh, Scales off her HP. And if there are opponents nearby, the damage dealt by the wielder of the bow goes up by another 
20% whether the character is on the field or not. So you could like put that on like your child. He would get 88% crit damage and HP boost. And if there are enemies nearby, even if he's on the field or not, you get another 20% damage dealt by no wonder if you people put are running skin. that weapon on him. Yeah, it's it's Putting nuts. Putting that like one on the list of weapons I want, but I will never get. I mean, the next time Yelan comes by, definitely go for the bow because I use it for her with her burst, and things just just disappear. Like she just splashes things to death. It's an amazing bow. Um, uh, so one I got of my that. Friends I... runs Child with Linny's signature, I think. Okay. What what is that? The 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 first, first great magic. The first great magic bow. I yeah. Don't remember its stats off the top of my head. Okay, I think but I remember for reading that. Pretty solid. One. So. What else? So we got that. I got the Skyward Harp. You said you have Skyward Harp too, I right? I have Skyward Harp too. That's the bow I okay. have on Child. Okay, see, I'm running that on my official right now for the crit rate and the crit damage stuff. So. Speaking um, of my official, speaking of official, what artifacts are you running on her? Uh, my official uh golden troop. So I was Same. running, yeah, I was running the the electro set, the lightning or whatever it was for the longest time, and then golden troop came out, and people were like, yeah, now you have to get this. I'm like, well, okay. Um, I got really really lucky I think that I, was I get running two piece glad two piece wanderers. I feel like I was running wanderers on her for the longest time as well. Um, but I did get lucky. I did get an onset electro damage. Uh, goblet that had double HP and double attack. It's yeah, not no, super my, great. I wish I had some crit. My thing but... about my official is that she has both electro damage bonus and physical damage bonus. Wait, how did that work out? Because I have an electro goblet. Okay, so I got Plus the electro the goblet. physical damage bonus from her weapon. Oh, okay. I got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, because you got her character. Yeah, see, I've got the Skyward Harp on her, so I've got the crit rate and crit damage. Which... I don't even know. What, so her stats, like her crit damage is only 112, but her crit rate 64. So oh, mine yeah. is 61, 116. 61. Okay, yeah. So we're about kind of in, in the same ballpark there. What do I got? I got the Staff of the Scarlet Sands, which is Sino's character weapon. I'm still not sure how I got that because I don't remember pulling on Sino's weapon banner at all, unless I just threw some. Some some pulls at it just for you know, just because I had them sitting around, but I mean it's it's it, it's it's all right. I don't know why I got it on Jungle other than it kind of looks neat on him. Um, crit rate and they get attack bonus based on their elemental mastery, so I mean it's whatever. I should probably yeah. change that out actually. Um, I got Navia's character weapon, of which course. is yeah naturally. Um, if anything, just because it looks good. Um, we got Deus weapon which is pretty solid for her anyway i don't see it doing too much for characters that aren't her got ito's character weapon red horn stone stone thresher which has that big chonky 88 percent crit damage boost as well and it also boosts defense so i had to get that and also because it just looks really really cool primordial jade cutter which i'm running on my kooky because it's hp increase crit rate and the green matches her hair and Aesthetics are very important to me. Uh, of course, we got, of course. Yeah, naturally. I've got a R2, uh, Aquila Favonia, Jean's weapon, uh, physical damage, attack increase, for neat. I got the Amos bow, like, a couple months ago. Oh. 
I wasn't sure what to do with it, but it's on my Tenari. I hear it's supposed to be pretty good for him because of the attack boost, and it does like normal and attack, normal and charge yeah. attack damage. Yeah, I'd say it'd be it's good on him. Yeah, so we're we're kind of running that. I know it's not even like Ganyu's best in slot anymore, but I know it's still pretty good on her. Okay. And then the last two I got, uh, I care in the past month, I've got the Wolf's Gravestone, and then I also got the the Skyward Pride. And the Wolf's Gravestone, I've, I've taken up, I've, I've got it to 70, I just got to grind materials for it, and I don't want to grind materials for it, because I think it takes the stupid Mondstadt uh, domain. I got you, bro. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, yeah, it takes the shackles, which are the handcuffs, and that domain sucks. I got and you. And I can, I can do it now, because just going there with Nahida and just melt things down with Dendro... That's what tends to work for me. But I'm just... I'm lazy. I don't want to. Nobody likes that domain. But, I mean, who do you go... Don't you... Do you say, like, you go in there with your Ahathlon team just kind of melt it down? For that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, now anything you can do to make that domain slightly more, you know, sufferable, I guess. I is, just bring my... Is. I bring my Ahathlon team into both of those domains. Both the ones that once. Yeah, I mean, is there, is there anything that you don't use your all hate thumb team for? I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> that that's a that's the like the most that's the most quietest no I've never I've ever heard. So, I mean, I bring I don't bring my I bring my Risley team into the uh, the Fontaine um, into the Hunter domain. Hunter domain, it clears yeah. it faster. Yeah, I mean that's that's really fun because you can go off to the side when the two other like orb the alien things pop up. You can just go to the side and use his burst, and they both kind of just disappear. Uh, so now I'm right there, and that domain is just just really great because you get the golden troop and the hunter. Pain in my and, butt, is what yeah. it is. <laughs> the domain does not nice me in terms of drops, but at least oh, both the sets are very good. Like both troop, golden troop, and hunter are both very very good sets. Now, but, how's your Bennett looking? Uh, C6, which is already going to set a lot of people off. Crying. Um, Mine's only in yeah. C2. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, when, when Bennett came out, I, I got C6 Bennett like really early on, but I never used him. But um, he's okay. Um, he is level 90. He's C6. Um, Artifacts-wise, uh, Noblesse set. Of course. And uh, for a weapon, I've got the Lion's Roar. My weapon uh, on him, I'm using the the sword we got from the Ordo quests. Oh, oh, the uh, the Narzis Narzisincruz. Yeah, sort of Narzisincruz. Okay, I can see that because it's it's an attack stat stick. Yeah. Um. But I mean, also, it's called the Hero's Blade, and like also the lore of the weapon, like it's just it fits him. It it does it is the only reason I'm running Lion's War because again like it's got like some bonuses that are good for him and I think that the red and the the the, the look of the sword matches him pretty okay. Yeah, and also I have it on him because I run him with my Risley team, so he makes up for the opposite Archie alignment that Risley has. Okay. Now I feel like some people are saying like Alley Flash is supposed to be good for him for the Elemental Mastery. And I put him on him, but the alley flash is really ugly on him, so I took it back off. And yeah, but um, my my Venice okay. I'm still learning how to use him. And like he's on my my data team. He's on the um, oh god, what did I name that team? Hella Umbrella. Yeah. Um. So that's uh, that's Navia, Dea, Jongli, and Bennett. And I might mix that up because 
I mean, Bennett, Bennett's fine, um, but he's really just in there to throw down his burst and make, and make Navi make bigger numbers. Because if I put down his burst, I run through, like, Navi can can get way up there. I think I've hit for, like, six or 700K, something like that, like, once on, like, a big crit. But even, like, with his with uh, Bennett down, like, even, like, on the bottom end of our crits, like, she's hit for, like, over 200K with her, with just her gun, uh, her elemental skill. So he's 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 good. I'm just not sure if I if he's really my jam. Uh what about you? Do you use your Bennett for anything? Yeah, like I said, my Risley team. Okay, so but you said you've got him what 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 would you say you have? I zoned out him. The sword of uh Narciss and Cruz. That's right, the hero sword. And, and Noble set? Yeah, four piece noblesse. His talents are at six, eight, ten. Three six nine, and that's with the the level three bonuses from his from his uh, constellations. Nice. So, yeah, my my Bennett constellations are kind of garbage, but I'm also poor right now, and I don't have any uh, resistance books, so he's just gonna have to hang out that way. But I, I imagine he would be a lot stronger for his burst because doesn't the attack bonus doesn't that go up every time you level? Yeah, yeah, it would go up another six yeah. percent if I did it, but. Maybe I'll get around to investing in them. Maybe not. I don't know. But something that's sad, like I was looking at my my my, my triple crown characters earlier, and I'm like looking at the characters that I use like all the time. Like my Zhongli is not triple crowned. Um, my Eula isn't triple crowned. She's at seven eight nine. Your um, Eula's even my, not triple crowned. She's not. Like I started investing a lot into her, and I feel like I got sidetracked by other characters. Um, but not Eula is seven eight nine. So she's okay like even my nahita isn't triple crown my needle's got two crowns she's eight ten ten so i feel like i need to go back and finish her um oh that's what held me up on nilo was um the crystalline cyst dust which is the crap you got to get off the fungi enemies yeah and uh uh she needed fungi the the dust nahita needed dust baiju needed dust like everybody needed dust and i got tired of farming dust and also, when I went to Sumero for the first time, I was running Kuki as my main and electrocharging everything, which meant that I didn't get you any. the opposite type. Correct. So I've got like 2,000 of these other materials that I do not need. And I have like no just normal dust. Because then after I stopped running Kuki, I started running Dea and then setting everything on fire, which does the exact same thing. So yeah, my my dust farming is is awful. I need to go back and do it. Um, it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my Kokomi's eight ten eight. My Yelan is six nine nine. No crowns on Yelan, surprisingly. Um, that feels like a crime because I have Yelan. That does on like, feel like a crime. <laughs> she's on so many of my teams. I can't imagine why she's not. Um, Kuki got triple crown though. My Kuki Shinobu. She's ten thirteen thirteen. Yeah, she's full C six. I mean, I built the crap out of Kuki. I know. Um, I love my. I love my Kaya. My Kaya is great. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very envious of all the constellations you have on Kaya because I've got C one Kaya, and I feel like I just got that constellation like last year because you don't get Kaya constellations ever in anything. Uh, yeah, very envious there. I could, I could stand for some of the Kaya constellations. So if you get extras, you know, don't trade it in for the free pulls that you get. Just throw them my way, and I would be very, very grateful. 
Yeah, that's it if and when I ever get a C6. Because I missed yeah. out on it in the shop because I was broke. I'm looking at my... I just realized that my Noel is only at C4, so I could go in on Cloud Rotator's banner and try to C6 my Noel. Because I know that one of the streamers I follow on Twitch is a Noel main, and his Noel is stupid. I mean, it does I mean absolutely insane amounts of damage. I love that. But I feel like that's kind of like... Yeah. But I've got a lot of C6 four, four star characters that like Kale and Jing Cho are both C6 somehow. Um, I don't even use Jing Cho, and people yell at me about that as well. Because um, apparently, like Jing Cho is like the budget Yeland as far as like Hydra application goes. No, Jing Cho is like, like really good still. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Jing Cho is like all like really good in like the trials. Like whenever I run them, and he's like, oh, Jing Cho Hydra application crazy? first. Do you what up? I do not have my Sing Show or my Shangling built. The thing is, I can see Jing Cho falling to the wayside for you only because you have Child, and Child yeah, no, already the does. Thing with like you know, with me never building any of the national characters except I had Sucrose built, and then yeah. of course recently I built Bennett, but I never had any need for them. Yeah, I can totally see it because. Yeah, because Child already has, like, ludicrous amounts of Hydra application and stuff. Anyway, he doesn't really need it, does he? Nope. Yeah, so... No, I'm right there with you. I mean, I should probably build up my Jing Cho, but on a personal note, I really don't... I kind of don't like Jing Cho as for, like, design or character-wise. Um, it's that whole, you know, little boys in shorts things that does, doesn't really work for me. Um, I mean, it took me this long just to build up Bennett. So, I mean, take that how you will. I think I'm just biased. Um, I mean, Goro got built up because, you know, Goro has pants. So that's why Goro got, uh, he got built up. And Goro's only C2, so ha. But, You're um, funny. Yeah, it's, it's I, I am very an aesthetically driven person. If I look at a character, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the way this character looks or they don't vibe with me. Like, I don't build them at all. It takes a lot. Like, it took Sucrose's you know, wind bloom stuff to get me to, to bond with, with her and build her up. So yeah, I'm very kind of like superficial in that way, but I feel like that's a lot of the draw for a lot of people when they pull for characters. Like the first thing, like, do you like the way this character looks or acts? It's like, yes or no. And that's going to be like the initial deciding factor, right? Yeah, of course. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, especially if you're, when you, if you're free to play it, play like me, mm -hmm. pull for the characters that you want to play. Pull yeah, for the no, characters I'm, that you like. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much of the mindset, always pull for love, never pull for meta. And there, there's a lot of hardcore people that would disagree with that. But, you know, di di different different people want different things. Um, I, I want I want pretty and, you know, cool, attractive, hot characters on my screen. So that that's what I'm going for. Who so. doesn't? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it seems like I'm the only one in the Discord that gets the that gets the uh, gets gets the bonk hammer for it. Well, you know why. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's because Decim's a rat and keeps telling you about all the stuff that I'm getting up to whenever you're not around. That's why. <laughs> well, I find out eventually. <laughs> uh huh. Mm, you wouldn't if somebody wasn't whispering in your ear. But that's okay. We'll deal. We'll deal with Decim later. That's okay. Well, I mean, I'm sorry <laughs> that we're best friends. <laughs> mm hmm. We've been uh. through a lot together. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I still love the both of you. Oh, I love still, you too. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to still keep being me, so y'all just got to deal with it, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just going to... Oh, we're still going to come at you. 
yeah, I'm just going to buy a helmet, and that'll just be the nature of our relationship. So, all right, well, let's, uh, let's wrap up our quick discussion on here, and we'll jump into a quick question of the week. And uh, and we'll we'll kind of we'll put oh, a cap on this episode. Oh, I know it's such episode. a good one, isn't it? It is. Like this is like this question of the week is like this is like the Oppenheimer of like questions of the week for this year. Like if there was like an Oscar or a Grammy award for question of the week, this would be the one that 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 would take mm-hmm. the win. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this question. So w- would you like to read off this question of the week? Rolling my eyes so hard you can't even see it. <laughs> uh, I, I can. I can feel you rolling your eyes just through the tone of your voice. <laughs> yeah, keep so, yapping, buddy. Keep yapping. Uh, yeah, so uh, do you want to give this one a read off or should I? Yeah, uh, you read it. After okay. All, you take the stage. This is your question, after all. <laughs> it is. So this question week is brought to you by yours truly. And this was actually spawned off by a question I saw pop up on Twitter. I think it was Tavat Tabloid that, that asked the thing. Um,. About like four star character chapters or five star character hangouts. So, I pose a question: If you had a choice, would you rather have the visual novel style character hangouts like you get for four star characters? Uh, would you like to have those for five star characters so you could get teapot photos as well, or would you like to have full dedicated character chapters with cinematics? For the four-star characters, kind of like the ones we get for, you know, the five-star character chapters. I got the fancy Latin names. Um, and kind of some mixed results as far as, like, feedback on that question was in the Discord. But uh, what, what is your take on it? We'll, we'll get your answer first. My answer was I'd like to have chapters for the four-stars. Okay. And what what's your reason behind that? Why would you pick that over the five-star character hangouts? Because, for me, a lot of the four-star characters are interesting um, mm-hmm. almost just as interesting as the five stars. Prime example of this being Kave. And I just think that, like, yeah, if you were to give them a story chapter, not only would it help flesh out them more for the player, because usually for them, for their stories, you have to read them through their character lore instead of getting yeah. them in a dedicated chapter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it also could help serve to flesh out the world that these characters live in, too. Which... That stuff always is sort of interesting to me. Yeah, I, I know that with uh, you know with your interest in, in the lore and the world, but that's that's probably a, a, a very huge determining factor for you. Um, I I would agree with you as well. Uh, I would definitely rather have the dedicated character chapters for four star characters than I would the hangouts for five stars. And my reason behind that is I already don't really like the the character hangout format like the whole multiple route visual novel play through go back to a point play through again with a different choice go back again play through a route with a different choice go back again had to do that multiple times that to me is like kind of an exercise in tedium and while i do love having like the the bonding photos and stuff that we get to like having our teapot as kind of like you know these these callbacks to these experiences that we had that style of gameplay isn't fun to me. Um, usually when I'm going through them, I just get kind of exhausted. Even though like some of them like really fun. Like um like I really like Kookies, but mainly because one, I like Kookie, and two, because a lot of like hers was dealing with Ito's bullcrap. And that's what made hers fun. Dealing but with then, Ito's bullcrap will always be a fun experience. 
yeah, anytime you're dealing with Ito shenanigans, you're in for a good time. Um, 100%. But then I would do one like, I did it like with like with Chong Young when you're going Chong to Chong Young's this... was cute to me. That was the first one I did out of them. I and I I got a I got a bit of a laugh out of when we were when you got to make the different kinds of popsicles for him, and you would you would could either like make them right or you can make them sick and you had different endings oh, based no, on I, that. I did the the route where you go through. Do you did the the spooky forest? Yeah, yeah. So th- that part as well, I didn't have a a super big interest in me, and I think it was because the dialogue in the two different routes didn't change a whole lot, and so I didn't really vibe with that but also i I'm, I'm not a huge chong young fan to begin with and it's nothing against like the character or the voice actor or like that the character i'm just not interested in the character as much as i love like i would love to have the five star characters have like you know character photos and stuff i could hang in my teapot that's great because i love decorating my teapot especially with the custom crap and like the pictures and the statues and all the stuff we get from the events i love using that but I'm with you that I would much rather have the four-star characters get the five-star, like, character chapters because I love character deep dives, like, into their history, their lore, their background, their upbringing, their whole reasons for being where they are and why they are the way that they are and what they're doing. That's interesting to me. Like, if I had, like, a dedicated you know, build up with Kaya. And even though we kind of know some of the history through things like, you know, the old manga or, you know, a couple character reflections, if we could go through and have like this full, like in-depth background for like when he was a kid, the stuff involving his father, his upbringing with Dilu. That's absolutely coming soon. That's, yeah, that has to be coming soon regardless. Yeah, well, well, I think a lot of that comes because Kaya, you know, as this specific example, has a lot of ties with Conria as well. Um, I think we are going to see a lot of that. But it feels like, again, there's like so many of these characters that we don't get a whole lot of exposure to uh, in the main story, aside from little snippets here. Like, I don't know, like, much of anything about... Jing Cho. I the only thing I know about Cole, the reason I know about her, because I went back and read the manga later. Um, yeah, no, involving Kale's, like her history with Amber. And I stuff. know Cole's inclusion is a lot more interesting if you have read the manga first. Yeah, well, one thousand percent. Um, I feel like Farozan's had a little bit of a dive into like her history and stuff. The the chapters. I feel like there's stuff that we need to do with, like, well, how do I want to word this? Like, like for instance, our exposure to, like, the uh, the siblings in Fontaine with Lenny, Lynette, and Fremine, um, I think did a good job of intertwining their background and their histories into the Archon quest and our, and our dealings with them. So it doesn't feel as necessary. But, like, Jin Yan, like, I wouldn't have known, like, much of anything about Jin Yan's history if not... For the Golden Arch uh, Archipelago event, or like with Fischl, like the Golden Apple, you know, we went, we dove into Fischl's history, and we had, you know, each one had their own dedicated island. That was great. Like if that had been like that, that could have been set off to the side as like a five star character chapter, like for Fischl, and I would have been one hundred percent cool with it. Absolutely, to where it was like her yeah. part was so good. Oh, it was it was so good. No, I completely agree. Um, but if they could do things like that for more characters, like, you know, 
Rosaria or Goro, Layla, then then I, I would want more of that as opposed to, you know, hey, let's go get this thing. Yes, let's go get the thing. Or no, let's not go get the thing. Let's go do this instead. And then just getting a different photo based on this little outing or date or whatever you go on. You know, I I, I want more deep dives. And, and I, I want that as well just for the existing five-star character chapters. And I've rambled on that multiple times in previous episodes. Um, but no, no, I think that we're in agreement that we want more character development and exposure that lets us learn more about these characters that we like and bond with them on a on a deeper level and i think that having dedicated character chapters for them would would do would do a lot in that regard would you agree i do agree yes okay awesome so um yeah so yeah uh fantastic question of the week uh i hope we get more uh from this particular person that has asked this question um, with this, mm-hmm. with this, you know, with this epitome of quality that we have. So um, we're we're gonna leave it at at, at that, and we're kind of like move on, get ready to wrap up this episode. Uh, so definitely a high note. Um, if uh, if you are uh, following the podcast, you want to follow us elsewhere. Uh, you can join us on Twitter and Blue Sky at HoyoCast. Uh, yeah, staying pretty active on that, retweeting news, sharing uh, you know thoughts and opinions on things that are going on in the world of Genshin on Twitter, uh, episode announcements, you know, random questions and interactions. You can also join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash the residents and join in in more of our lively discussions. Uh, in addition to things like Genshin, we have discussions for Star Rail. Uh, our other games channel has been popping off with all kinds of things that have been coming out and other things that we've been playing. I know that you and Decim are really trying to gear people up for Mario Party and Mario Kart. Oh yeah, that's for sure. We uh, we we don't talk about last uh, last night's Mario Party game. Oh, oh, did did you, did you have a rough one last night? Oh yeah. I mean, anytime you're, I'm, I feel like any if you're I'm having sure a bad time the, at Mario Party, I'm sure you saw yeah, I did. the message. I I did, but I I still feel like even if you're having a bad time at Mario Party, you're still having a good time. Well, I was having a good time. I was just I mentally checked out after turn four. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, this Peach's one's just... birthday cake is, is cursed, is a cursed map. <laughs> and Wario is a menace to society. Yeah, Wario is great. I love Wario. I love playing as Wario. If I'm not playing Wario, I'm probably playing like Koopa Trooper or something. But no, I, I like Wario a lot. Is that Deslam's character or is he no. just like a CPU menace? CPU menace. Okay, I can I can see that. He plays as Luigi. I play as Mario. See, I'm trying to like, who would I see you as playing? So you, you 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 do Mario and he does Luigi. Y'all just go straight up as just the Mario Brothers. Yeah, like I've oh. always played as Mario. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't have picked. I would I would have seen you as being like maybe like a Peach Runner or something like that. Ah. I oh, mean, in Mario see, Kart. I, I I suppose you could say I spice it up just a tiny little bit. I play as Metal Mario, but it's still Mario. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's not get a little too crazy with it now. I know. I one of five Mario metal mario mains yeah i think i run like shy guy or koopa troop or something like that but um yeah so yeah if you want to jump in say we were always talking about genshin as well as the other things that we're playing um emerald is always popping off about her xenoblade chronicle collection and uh, anytime she has a chance to, to play that game no she's all about that as well um i feel like that if if like xenoblade is like your game outside of genshin isn't it that's like Pretty your much, title yeah. Okay. 
no, I, I completely get it. That's a big title. A lot of people love that. So, now come in, join the discussion, share what other games you're playing. Um, I mean, I'm playing Mortal Kombat and other mobile oh, yeah, games. I'm like also Blue playing Arcade the Indicate, original so. Paper Mario again. <laughs> Paper Mario is great. I mean, it's it's no Mario RPG, but it's Paper Mario is still the, fantastic. Uh, Mario RPG remake. I still need to get that. It's, I haven't got it yet. It's good. They did a very, very good job with it. Yeah, so I've seen they played... did a really good job with it. I watched a yeah, video of yeah. a person trying to do like the minimum amount of jumps in a run. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. I'll have to send you that video. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If if you've played the original, you definitely need to play that one. But um, but yeah. So we'll uh, we'll put a cap on this episode. Uh, but like I said, just kind of a quick, just kind of nonsensical going back and forth, just kind of discussing some things that we're doing in game for our characters and teams. Um, next week we'll probably be diving into our experiences with version 4.4 as it will have been live for roughly half a week or a week or so. Um, like I said, the day after this episode goes live, uh, 4.4 should be up. So we want to wish you all the very best luck on your pulls. If you are pulling for either uh, cloud retainer or on Nahida or character weapons, uh, we hope that you enjoy your lantern right festival uh, let us know who you plan on going for for your free choice four-star this year. And, yeah, we will touch back with you next week, and we'll share our own experiences. So, sound good to you? Yep, sounds good. Awesome. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. This has been Episode 89 of The Resonance, and we will see you next week. Until then, Ad Astra, Avisask. Ad Astra, Avisask.